This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons with each other. <laughs> is that is that allowed? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's legal. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Make Believe Heroes, a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> An actual play, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons adventure, where I'm the host and dungeon master. My name happens to be Paul, and I also happen to be joined by four of my pals. Pals? Pals. Friends. Friendos. I hear it's easier to keep your friends if you don't murder their family. <laughs> your family is fine so far. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Please. So far. <laughs> Please. Hey guys, it's Jeremy. I play Lark Darkbolt. I'm Jeffrey and I play Servants Off the Wall. I'm Alan and I play Jim. Hi, I'm Red <laughs> and I play Kellen. Or at least for now. For now. Until you're dead. You've been healed. You've been healed. Now go heal your mom so we don't ruin this whole thing. Let's get right into this. Last time we played as Kellen and Elamir, his mother, and Charlie, the newly resurrected Beast Companion, were making their way back toward the house. Suddenly, they were attacked by a group of ninja lizard bats? Question mark? Yeah, it's the Foot Clan. Our group heard Elamir as she magically amplified her voice calling for aid, and Servants, Larik, Jim, Guy, and Granuncle ran down the stairs to help them out at just as a large band of these enemies came rushing out of the woods. And just when it seemed like maybe the tide was turning in their favor, a new challenger appeared. A six foot and a half ninja lizard bat wielding a katana who was just doing buckets of damage. <laughs> ninja lizard bat. He dropped Kellen in one fell swoop. And even though Elamir healed him, shortly thereafter, he let his katana fall and drew his, what's it called, Jeffrey? Odachi. 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 I'm going to write that down. So I had it written down as an Uchigatana, which is a reference from Dark Souls, but I like Odachi better because that exists IRL. He drew his Odachi, stepping forward, slashed across Elamir's back, and she fell down unconscious, bleeding out onto the turf. No. She saved my life. Now I must save hers. So before we get right back into the action quickly, let me roll this giant D20. Yeah. Roll it. Oh, I rolled a three, boys. You rolled a three? Yes. Or yes. three. Who knows? Your lizards are good as dead. Your lizards, they have no chance. Let's see what happens. Omae wa mo shundaru. I don't even know what that means. Shundamaria. Nani? What does it mean? It means something like you don't even know you're already dead. That's cool. The ninja lizard bat steps forward, <laughs> slashing across the back of Elamir. She falls onto the ground, bleeding out. And then he looks at Kellen, the gnome standing there, and he says, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he turns, wielding his blade, and he swipes at the gnome. What, Tracy? 15. That's a miss. Oh, okay. Yes. You're able to dodge out of the way. Thank Paylor. Swinging with his Odachi, you're able to quickly step out of the way. And he says, There's nowhere to hide, gnome. Servants, now it is your turn, Servants. Servants, 
doesn't like the big sword even more than he didn't like the little sword. Mm. You are right up close with him. He's going to keep trying to disarm him. I really want to use that disarming strike. So I'm going to stab at him with my pike. Okay. That's a natural 20. Yes. Are you lying? I swear. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. You take the double damage, and I'm going to give him disadvantage on the save. How's that? Okay. So go ahead and roll him the damage. That's 2d10s, right? Since it's Yeah, 1D. whatever the damage size is for your pike. Ooh. 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 <laughs> that is a 10 and a 9. Whoa. Plus 4. Ooh, 23. Plus, I still have my spell going. Oh, yeah. Divine Ooh. favor. Divine favor. So that's a D4. Roll it, roll it. D4? Yeah. Sounds kind of low. Well, I mean, it's uh Oh, Divine Favor. I was thinking of Divine Smite. No, not Go Divine ahead. Smite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D4. Okay. And that's a four. Okay, so what is that total? 19 plus, plus four, four plus... Plus four. 19 plus eight. Okay, so 19 plus eight is 27 damage. Yeah. Wow. So you jab that pike right into his gut. Get it. You kind of bring that the scythe end of it up and hook his sword out of his hand. How do you do that? Okay, so what happens is I kind of leap forward with a jab and stick it straight in his gut and then slash it out and grab mm. the Odachi right out and rip it out of his hand. Mm. Hopefully. He tries to hold on to it. Let's see what he do. Mm. Oh, my gosh. What do you roll? Please. Please tell me it's a natural. A natural 20. Oh, my oh gosh. Man. And a natural one. Oh. <laughs> oh. Are you That's kidding like me? both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> what are the odds? How? That's amazing. Okay, so with a nat one, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't just drop the sword. You fling it. Mm, and you I, fling it hard, 60 feet away. Boy, oh my gosh. Goodness. I mean, you yank it, and it just goes spiraling through the air back toward the house and sticks into the bottom of their house back there. Yeah. Dude, that was amazing. How much damage was 27. that? 27. 27 damage? 27 damage. Paladin just whooping. I rolled a 10 and a 9 on my D10s. <laughs> okay, so now it's the medium-sized guy's turns, and they are going to rush forward to help their captain attacking Sir Vance. Oh, Ooh. boy. Attack me if you dare. All right, first two attacks on you, Vance. What's your AC? 16. First one hits you. The second one misses you. You take... Eight damage from the first guy. The second one comes up slashing twice with his katana. Oof. One of them is a miss. The second one is a hit. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, wow. He rolled minimum. You take four damage. She took a total of what? Twelve. That's their turn. And now it is Kellen's turn. Yay, Kellen. I want to cast Healing Word on my mom. Okay. So 1d4. That's a two. So she gets five hit points back. So what do you say? I'll just say something in Gnomish that you can't really understand, but it sounds a lot like mommy. And you see her, <laughs> the wound across her back kind of closes in enough that the blood is staunched and she opens her eyes, but she's still kind of weak. Gotcha. Now what? I would like to cast Thunderwave as well. Is that possible? You can't cast two spells unless one's a cantrip. You can't? Yeah, you can't cast two spells okay. in the same turn. Truth. Gotcha. It's a sad state of affairs. These are things that I need to know. I'm just going to rush him. I'm going to, like, just 
try to stab him with my sword. Stab okay. him. My short sword. Stab him. I want to stab him. Okay. Stab him right where I stab him and then rip it out the other way. The 12 to hit. Mm. Yeah, that is a, that is not a hit. No. You rush at him and swing at him, but he just deftly steps out of the way. And now it's Guy's turn. Guy is standing back behind a little bit. He's going to swing at another one of those medium guys. Come on, Guy. He rolled a natural 20. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, my yeah. gosh. What is with the dice? Guy is a what bomb. Is yeah, kid you not. Guy rolls nat 20 is like nobody. And he does seven damage. Nice. Beautiful. Guy's a hero. Screaming out in fury, he swipes across the back of this thing, and it lets out a cry and then turns to see him standing there, and then he thinks, oh, crap. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> oh, crap. I've made a huge mistake. Uh -huh. It's Lorik's turn. It is Lorik's turn, and Lorik is very excited. He's angry. He's going to come off the side of the house and okay. walk towards the main guy. And his hair's going to stand on end, and his eyeballs are going to turn pitch black. Yeah. Oh, and he, interesting. He's going to, he's just going to look at the, uh, the... He's going to look at him? Just going to look at him. just look at him? He's going to make eye contact. Okay. And he's going to say, you've attacked the wrong group. Come and beg for your life. And he's mm. casting suggestion. Ooh, okay. These aren't the droids you're looking for. So... He has to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 15. Hope he's not smart. Come on, come on. Please. Seven. Yes. 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 He's got to come and beg for his life. To me. So that's what, that's what you want him to do? You want him to come and beg for his life? I want him, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I would say you've attacked the wrong group. Throw down your weapons and come and beg for your life. Okay. He doesn't have a weapon. Because <laughs> it's two sentences, right? Two or three. It just says a few. A sentence, yeah, a sentence or two. A sentence or two, yeah. It pursues the course of action you described to the best of its ability. It can continue for the duration, which is what? Eight hours. <laughs> but if you damage it, it ends. Yep. But he is, he is suggested. Yep, he's coming to me. You say that, and he kind of looks down at his hands because he's uh, not currently wielding a weapon. And then he walks toward you. And as he does, he walks away from Cervantes, who gets an attack of opportunity if he wants it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. What would Cervantes do? Cervantes would stab him. Okay. I mean, I'm not trying to nerf your spell. I mean, I'm not trying to nerf it either. That Cervantes doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, I mean, you just see, you hear Lark say that and you see... I mean, you can call out and say Cervantes don't. Yeah, you can try. Yeah. You see him wield up his pike. Vance, no, he's mine. He, he's not. He's he's not going to attack. Are you certain? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. He walks towards you, falls down on his knees, and begins to beg for his life. Yeah, he does. Could you play that out first, Paul? Nope. And now <laughs> it is Elamir's turn. I really want to know what that please, sounds like. Please don't kill me. I want to hear his voice. What does his voice please. sound like? I don't remember what I did last time. I think it was just like a really dark, scratchy voice. Please. It's basically, it's basically a Batman voice. Please. <laughs> have, have mercy. This. Nice. Is that good enough? Do you need more than that? No, thanks so that much. Yeah, that's thanks good. So much. Please. That makes me feel good. 
<laughs> no. Don't, don't touch me. I don't want to die. Okay, and now it's Elamir's turn. Elamir rises up, or she goes to get up, and that wound on her back is just painful as all flube. So she reaches back, and she is going to cast Cure Wounds on herself, level one. Cure yourself. And she regains a few more hit points. Yes, she did. And the wound closes up enough that she can rise to her feet, so she just stands behind Kellen, preparing herself for what's coming. And now it is Jim's turn. Okay, so remind me of what the scenario is. I know there's one near me. There's still one peon by you. Mm -hmm. There are two over there by Kellen, Elamir, and Vance. Two medium-sized. And then there is the main Magahuchi kneeling down before Lark begging for his life about halfway from where you are. Okay. So what? Magahuchi. Just ignore it, please. Please. (laughs) So I snap my finger and the blade just reappears. Man, I love that spell. Can I just say I love that spell? Me too. It's pretty awesome. Then I turn to the one near me and slash at it. Mm, Do it. Roll that dice. 20, not natural. That's a hit. Yay. Heal him dead. Fortunately, I don't get the D6 since my hex is on the big guy. The Magahuchi. 11. He dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. How you kill him? (laughs) So I do the swords back in my hand, Mm -hmm. and then I turn kind of slowly at first, and then really quickly put my hand straight forward, put my hand behind my fist holding the sword, and just stab forward. And it's like I'm trying to go for the chest, but the last second I go up, and it stabs him like right through the, the neck. Up to mm. the top of his head. It's like a reverse wind waker. <laughs> Ooh, dang. The reverse wind waker. Nice. <laughs> the best of maneuvers. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Yep. That's the end of my turn. Okay. So it would have been his turn, but he did. He did. Yeah, he is. Now it's Grenuncle's turn. Grenuncle is going to run forward and he kind of pauses and looks at Lorik like, Do I need to do something here? I have him. Go get the other one. He kind of pauses right beside you, pulls another little vial out of his pocket, and just overhanded baseball throws it at one of those guys. Nice. He hits him. All right. So what shall it be? Oh. He pulls a small blue vial from his pocket, and it's not in, like, glass. It's in sort of, it almost looks like a water, like a clear water balloon. Very weird. Weird. <laughs> and when it hits the guy, it pops, and this blue liquid just bursts all over his back, and as soon as it makes contact with his skin, it immediately, you see the steam coming off his body of ice as it's freezing the skin across his back. Oh my That's gosh. Awesome. And he's going to take it. some damage from that. Lark loves ice attacks. You take ten damage, yo. Grenuckle, wow. you're going to have to give me some of those vials when we get out of here. Yeah, see me see me after class. And now <laughs> it is, I don't know why I said class, it, uh, the big guy's <laughs> So does that he make any great. sort of a save or anything like that? Let me let me read. I think this. he gets a wisdom save at the beginning of each of his turns. I'm not seeing here. Oh, it says if the suggested activity can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it was asked to do. Oh man! Oh no! <laughs> so this was Lorik's first oh, time no. casting the spell. No. <laughs> he is kneeling before you, weeping and crying for <laughs> your forgiveness. When suddenly he realizes, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> or actually he feels like he's done all that he can. And he stops. 
He looks up at you. He looks at his hands where he wields no weapon. And then he opens his mouth wide. What? And, and I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. As no. he eats you whole. No, 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 none of this garbage. Make me a constitution saving throw. I have a plus two for con. Does he have garlic breath? He does. It's a 13. That's a failure. Lovely. He burps in my face. Hilariously, you needed a 14. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you serious? Oh, my gosh. Yep. Oh. Lark does. <laughs> you take 50 damage. 50,000 24 damage. poison damage. Ooh. And you become poisoned. I'm still up. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, you got this, Lorik? He opens his mouth looking up at you, and a green, gaseous burst of filth just comes out of his mouth towards your body and your eyes. You're breathed in. It's just this poisonous gas. And he says, coughing. He doesn't say coughing. <laughs> uh, as you are inflicted with this noxious gas all around your face and your hands, and you're kind of batting it away, and you breathe it deeply in, and you take 24 poison damage, and you immediately become poisoned. Yummy. Guys, I got two health. Two? Oh, dang, you have two health? Now. Dang. 24 is a lot. Lork's squishy. You're very squishy. What the heck? Yeah, wizards, man. We need to level up, yo. Darn wizards. Yeah, y'all just did level up recently. I need to level up again. That was like 12 <laughs> weeks ago. Wasn't it, though? I don't know. I don't pay attention. So now it's Cervantes' turn. Who's? After you're poisoned, he gets up and runs toward the house. 30 feet. Cool, I get an opportunity attack. No, you are poisoned. <laughs> Poison keeps me from doing opportunity attacks? I'm trying to find exactly what it does. I know it gives you disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. I'm trying to see. I was thinking maybe it messed with reactions, too. No, it doesn't say it does. It just says disadvantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say you can make an opportunity attack on him if you want to. What is an opportunity? <laughs> what is an opportunity? It has to be a, like a melee attack. It can't be. Oh, so it would have to be like my dagger or something. Yeah, but you don't have that. I don't have it out. You don't have it out either. I'm gonna punch him. So you can try to punch him. <laughs> I'm gonna punch him. Okay, <laughs> Lork. Try and kick him. Weakly, punch him. like, Lork's gonna kick him. Yeah, that's what Lork. Disadvantage. Do. Give me a disadvantage kick attack. The first one's a twelve. Kick the ninja. And the second one's a sixteen. 16 plus your strength? Yep, which is a disadvantage. It would be a 12. Okay, but it's not a... That's not, oh, it's a disadvantage. I'm sorry. What was the 12? Yeah, so it was a 12. 12 plus 0? Yeah, that's zero. a miss. He's just like... Uh. You kick at him and completely miss as he runs past you toward the house. Oh. Okay. Now it's Cervantes' turn. Cervantes sees that. Okay. And he runs straight after him. You can't get to him. How far away am I? At the extent of your movement and the extent of his movement, you're probably 15 feet away from him. Mm. So you're close, but you're not close enough to hit him with a melee weapon attack. You could throw a javelin. I, yeah, that's what I was about to or say. Or you could kill the other one that's up there with the lady. Yeah, or you could do that. It's up to you. You do what you think Servants would do in this instance. Well, after Lork just told me he had this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then the guy's like, poison breath. <laughs> yeah, and then just like obliterates Lurk with a poison gas cloud. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he farted. He fart-breathed him. <laughs> so I'm going to throw a javelin as I'm running since I'm not going to make it to him. I pull out a javelin and throw it. Roll it. That is a 21. Nice. Dang. That's a hit. Roll me that damage. Nail him to the wall. 
That's a two plus four is six. You stick the javelin in his left shoulder and he keeps running. But it did hurt him. My divine favor is still on. Does it work with ranged attacks? Your prayer empowers you with the divine radiance. It says weapon attacks. Yep. There you go. Okay, so give him that extra d4. That's a three. Okay. It's a three. It strikes into his back and then it glows with a piercing blue and you can hear him grunting to just bear the pain as he's running toward the house. Not cool. Okay, it is the medium-sized guy's turns. Who all's over there with him? Kellen, Elamir. Me. Guy. Yep. So the first one turns on Guy. He hits him once. Oh, snap. He hits him for nine damage. Bam. Come on, guys. Stay up. Okay. The other one goes. He attacks Kellen. Cool. And he misses twice. Yeah, he does. Because oh, he's roll. terrible and deserves to die. Rolled a two and a four. Now it's Kellen's turn. Can I hit both of them with a thunder wave? And Guy. Oh, Dang. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. I want to hit guy. I mean, that's the only way you could do it. I guess I'm going to stab the dude who's like right in front of me with my short sword. Make with the stabby stabs. Make with the stabby stabs. That's an 18 on the dice. It's a hit. Yeah, it is. 1d6. 1d6. That's six damage. Ooh, plus your attack bonus. Yep, plus my attack bonus, which is a... It is a four, so ten. Oh, wow. Ten damage. You stab him. Now it's Guy's turn. Guy's going to slash at the dude. He rolls not enough to hit him. He misses. So now it is Lorik's turn. Yeah, it is. Lorik is going to cough and like spit up some black stuff and turn and slowly walk towards the guy that's leaving. Okay. And then his eyes are going to light up again, and he's going to, in a commanding voice, he's going to say, Stop! And uh, he's got to make a wisdom saving throw again, and I'm going to try to hold person. Oh, snap. Which will be my last second level. He got a 16. Bull crap. Oh, why are all my spells useless? Oh, no, wait, I'm wrong. That's not a 16. Nope, that's a 14. Ah, I got him. Is that enough? That's enough. Okay. He stops. He fails. So he stops and he can't move, right? He cannot move. He's paralyzed for the duration, which is one minute. But he makes a save at the end of his turn, right? At the end of each of his turns, he makes a save, yes. Yes, okay. So he is held in place at the moment. What was the Mid DC on that? Stops. 15. Nice. Yeah, I thought he had a plus two. I was looking at the wrong stat. <laughs> Wisdom, he did not. Wisdom is zero. Okay, so now it is Elamir's turn. Elamir turning toward the two dudes in front of her. Here we go. She is going to cast Produce Flame. That's a cantrip from standing behind Kellen. She's going to cast it at him. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. What is that? 1d8, 1d10, 1d8. Oh, no, actually, it's 2d8. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it is. Seriously? She's going to kill him. Oof. Please. So the one that Kellen's facing off with, she summons a little fireball in her hand and throws it at him for 13 damage. Dang. Okay, these guys are starting to feel it, yo. Starting to feel it. It is now Jim's turn. Jim. That's me. The big dude was running in your direction, but then he got frozen like mid-jog, like statue standing there. That's one of the little guys? No, that's the big guy. The big guy's frozen. So how, how far is he from me? 
probably 10, 15 feet away from you. Don't kill him. We need to question him. So I will make a attack with my sword to try to knock him out. Okay. With your shadow blade? With my shadow blade. Roll me the damage. The damage? Did yes. I just hit him? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I rolled a hit him. <laughs> Doesn't he have advantage against him or not? Does it say anything about it? I'm just going to say yes, you have advantage. We're in dim light. He's got the hex on him. Oh, yeah, you automatically have advantage. I forgot. Oh, even better. No, it doesn't say anything about what all that means. Okay, just roll advantage. It says he's paralyzed, so if paralysis gives advantage. Probably does, but either way, you don't stack it, and he's already got advantage. Right. I've got super advantage? No. What's your roll? It's only an 11. Total? With advantage. Yep, I got a 6 and a 7 on the dice. Wow. That is a miss. So you run toward him. We'll just say you kind of stumble and miss the swing, I guess, because how do you miss something standing completely still and won't move? Yeah. <laughs> Jim, be careful. I could be wrong, but I think if something is paralyzed. Is he, is he paralyzed? Is that what it says? Yeah, paralyzed. If he's paralyzed... He's incapacitated. Then he's incapacitated. And he automatically fails strength and dexterity saves. Yeah. Attack and rolls have advantage. It's a hit, it's a crit, right? That's what I thought. If he's within five feet, any hit is a crit. Mm, Don't you crit. wish you'd hit him, though? Wow. I wish hit him is what I had done. I mean, if only. that sucks. You don't got inspiration, do you? I mean, I already had advantage, right? Yeah. I'd let you use it, though. He's nice. I could still use it? I would treat it in this instance. It would tr- I'd treat it like re-rolling a roll rather than just having advantage. I'll use it and re-roll a roll. I'll let you do that. Do it. This time, it's a 19. Mm, that's a hit. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a crit. Yeah. So that means 48 plus 6. Jeez. D8. Or 1d6. Yeah. We're going to knock him out right here. In the is face. It, would, would the d6 double? Actually, yes. Thought so. I didn't double it last time. It's kind of treated the same way as like a sneak attack because it's just added damage, right? Yeah. Any roll that you have is doubled with that no. i didn't roll that last time but oh well i, was I didn't dumb. think about it that's okay neither did i he's about to be knocked out so i got two eights so that's a 16 oh. oh two fives so that's a 26 and 33 holy mother <laughs> of god <laughs> he's dead no, I knocked him out. Oh my god! You're trying. You, you did not knock him out with your <laughs> shadow blade. He said he wanted to knock him out. He did 33 damage. It, it doesn't matter. He's not knocked out. Okay, you did 16 <laughs> damage beyond his hit point value that remained. But is that double? Is that half of his hit? Point? Uh, no, it has to meet his. Technically, he's not a player character. But here's what I'm going to say: He stood completely still while you walked up and slid a knife into his rib cage. Okay, <laughs> so if you want to. Position that knife in such a way that it does not kill him. It's simply he is incapacitated. Maybe you pierce the lung and he has a very limited amount of time. Cut his legs off. All I need you to do is I need you to roll me a D100, Alan. And I'm going to say you have an 80% chance of succeeding and not killing him. Okay, let me try this. So anything from a 1 to an 80 will not kill him. Okay, so that's a 17. Okay, (laughs) you do not kill him. He is alive. He has... Not much time to live. He, you stab him right up through one of his lungs. He coughs out a just a glob of this black blood coming out of his mouth. 
and then he still can't move because he's being held by magical means, but his eyes are just drooping. And it is now Renuncle's turn. Wait, I want to say really quick. Yeah. You messed with the wrong person. <laughs> that was really bad. I couldn't think of anything. Never mind. Go on. Move on. Okay. Grenuncle's going to toss his final vial at the other dude, at one of the other dudes. And he misses. It hits the ground and bubbles and sizzles, and then nothing happens. It is now that guy's turn. Great. He bleeds. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He's got to make a wisdom save. He rolled a 19, so he, he slumps down onto the ground. And now it's Cervantes' turn. So... Cervantes probably just thinks this guy's dead. Probably. And, I mean, he's just going to run and attack whoever's left alive. They're behind you, the two guys over there with Kellen, Elamir, and Guy. Would I have enough move to get to him? Yeah, you can get to him. Yeah. That's where you were before, kind of. Yeah. So you can get back that way. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Run up and put both hands back onto my pack and stab someone. Stab someone. Okay. Roll it. You want the one that's facing off against Guy or the one that's facing off against Kellen? Mm, guy. Okay. That's a 19. Yeah. It's a hit. Ooh. Okay. That is a 10 plus 4. Okay. Plus another 4 for the Divine Favor. Yeah. Oh, man. Booyah. Our old Max. Yeah, that was amazing. You stab him deep into his chest, and he spits out that same black blood, and he slumps back. He doesn't. He goes down to one knee. He's still breathing, but you know he is not long for this life. Boy. And it's their turn. When you stab, he's going to come up at you, but his. It seems that his arm isn't working that great, so he's going to swing at you once with disadvantage. Yeah. What's your AC? Sixteen. That actually hits. Mm. He manages to get you for six damage. The other one is going to attack Kellen and Elamir. Dang. He hits Kellen. Oh, no. Whoa, max damage. Nine damage. No. He hits Elamir for seven damage. Good thing Elamir healed herself some or she'd be down right now. Okay, so he cuts across both of you with his katana. It is now Kellen's turn. Get him, Kellen. Get him. Now I'm going to thunderwave the dude who is literally standing right in front of me. Okay. You gotta roll a con save, I think. He got a 19. And He saved. You... Okay. Cool. So he take does he take half damage from yeah, that? Yeah, he takes half damage. But you're not pushed, so... No. Roll it. The first one is a 4, and the second one was a 2. So he takes 3 damage? Yeah. So, if had you hit him with your sword, the minimum would have been five damage. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I was expecting him not to save, so. I know, I'm just saying. You're a ranger. I'm just saying. He's just saying. I'm just saying that even though you're multiclassing now, don't forget that the point of multiclassing is to be able to do both things. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm not saying he did the wrong thing. I mean, if it had hit, it could have done a lot of damage. The downside was kind of bad there with him being right in front of you. So now it is Guy's turn. Guy's going to kill him with a natural 20. Please. Guy is going to step back. Now that Cervantes is up here helping him, he feels more emboldened. Before, he was kind of thinking about running. And he's going to swing at the guy. He does not hit him. Mm. He misses. And it is Lorik's turn. 
Oh, yeah, it is. Hmm. Lork's gonna... Okay, here's the deal, Paul. I want to be able to loose his mouth. Like, I want him to be able to speak. He's loose. I mean, he's dead, basically. He wisdom saved. Oh, he's loose, but he's down, dying. Yeah. Yeah, he's laying on the ground, you know, in his last moments of life. Lork's gonna run up with his... He's gonna, like, press the digitation to make his hand, like... Well, that, that's an action. Hmm. He's just gonna run up and, and press his, his wand against his throat and say, Who sent you? Tell me, and I can make it painless, or I can save your life. He kind of chuckles <laughs> and just coughs up more blood and doesn't say anything. <sighs> We're going to move on from your turn if you're not going to take an action. Well, it, It's only six seconds, so like it would take about six seconds for what you just had said to happen. Does that make sense? What are you wanting to do? Are you wanting to hurt him? I mean, if I hurt him, I'm going to insta-kill him, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And I don't have a way to heal him. So is your intention to kind of stay here and try to talk to him? Yeah, my intention is try to get something out of him. Okay, well, let's go back around to Jim. That's me. Or, I'm sorry, Elamir. It's Elamir's turn. <laughs> Elamir's going to throw another fireball. This time at the same one Kellen just... Well, she's too close. She doesn't have a weapon. Um, does she have anything? Well, she can cast Thunder Wave. She'll cast Thunder Wave. Okay, he rolled a five, so that's a failure. Boy, boy, woo! Kill him, kill him, kill him. Okay, takes seven damage. And is pushed ten feet back. Now it is Jim's turn. Yeah, it is. What's the lay of the land here? There is one dude, stat le- uh, no, there's two dudes down there. One of them is facing off with Vance and barely standing, and the other one is still coming, just got pushed back by Elamir. Okay, so the one with Elamir, first thing I want to do is switch my hex from the one dude to the one near Elamir. Okay. So I do some whispers and hand waving and that sort of thing, some kind of creepy jerky movements. And then, and that's just a bonus action. Then, how close am I to that that guy? Um, You could get there in one move. I will move that way and take a take a slice at him. Okay. That is a 13. To hit? Yes, to hit. That is a miss. No. Oh, that's what I thought. Oh, well. Yep. Jim was kind of jazzed about his recent thing, and he got a little overexcited. Yep, <laughs> the dude managed to kind of parry it away with his sword. And now it is Grunkle's turn, but Grunkle doesn't have anything. <laughs> he steps over and picks up the katana from one of the dead guys and swings at the closest one. The one by Elamir. Take him out, Grenuckle. He misses completely, which is, you know, that fits because he's not proficient with a sword. Yeah. And now it is the big guy on the ground's turn. We're going to skip him. Sir Vance. Sir Vance is going to just try to finish this guy off. Okay. And stab him again with the pot. Do it. That's a 21 again. Oh my goodness. 15 plus 6. That's a hit, and he's dead. He's wrecking it. Wrecking it. He's dead? He's dead, dead. Yes, he has two hit points. Oh, he's super dead. I dare you to do less. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. So how do you kill him? Hmm. After I pull him pack back out, mm-hmm. and what a guy, he didn't be, did he miss him or something? Hey, he missed he him. He missed him with a short sword, yeah. And so I just want to, just like, I stab my pack forward with full force, mm. and it just punches a hole in his head. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 
hear the splorch noise of his brains coming out the other end. And now it is... Are you done? Yeah, I mean, that's it. It's the other guy's turn. He swings at Elamir. Gosh. Wasn't he pushed ten feet back? Oh, boy. He could still just walk back up to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did push ten foot back. He could still just step forward. Oh, that's true. He steps forward and swings at Elamir. And he hits her. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Does, I hope somebody has a heal. I do. She drops. Oh, oh my, my gosh. <laughs> Your mother's going to be permanently maimed. He brings the katana right up into her chest. <clears throat> it's rough. It's real bad, actually. He rolled a natural 20. Oh, my goodness. Please don't double her health. He does not double her health. Oh, gosh. Um, it was only a 2d6 for the attack. I guess she's Still. not a playable character she, He looks into her eyes when they roll back in her head, and she goes limp. And then he slides her off his blade and swings at Kellen. This guy's brutal. He's going to murder your whole family. <laughs> What's your AC, Kellen? A 15. That's a hit. Ooh. And you take seven damage. Okay. What's your current hit point value? I'm at two. Okay. I oh thought you were gosh. probably pretty low. That's the end of his turn. It is now Kellen's turn. Okay. I'm guessing he just he just run me through with his sword. I'm going to try and run him through with my sword. Okay. Why not? Live life on the edge. Just stand there with your swords in each other's guts. That's a 17 on the dice. That's a hit. It's a 4 plus 4. 8 damage. Please. He spits out a big cough of blood and then smiles at you with sharp teeth. This dude's vicious. Dang, these guys are tough. And uh, Yeah, these guys are. And now it is Guy's turn. Guy turns to see Kellen bleeding out all over his body, Elamir limp on the ground with them stabbed into each other, and he hits him. It's about time. Yeah. Guy okay. runs forward, screaming with a battle cry, let go of my friend, and just lops <laughs> the head off of this guy. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Guy coming in clutch. His head flops right off. He rolled exactly how many hit points he had. That's awesome. That's beautiful. That is awesome. Lops his head off the head, flies off his body, rolls across the ground, and we are out of initiative. Lark really wants to do a thing. Lark, do your thing. Lark has his wand, and he's like kind of crouched down over this guy that's laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he just starts up just this little bit of electricity he starts showing on the tip of his wand. This little cackling okay. blue. Mm-hmm. He tells him, I'm going to keep your heart beating and your brain wired with this until you scream out who sent you. Okay? He coughs up a little more blood, and then he says something... In this guttural language, you don't understand. A guttural language. All right. Yeah, it sounds very weird for you. You've heard it before. Ooh, I have. So I step up, mm-hmm. and I have a pact boon. I can telepathically speak to him. Okay. What lets you do that? Uh, my awakened mind. He's woke. Okay, he's so woke. <laughs> and I say, tell us what you know. You say that in common? Like, it's mental, right? It's mental. So it's speaking to him in just his mind. Okay. It says that I don't even need to share a language. And you said what? I said, tell him what you know. I will never speak. Okay. 
<laughs> uh, you can go ahead and roll me a persuasion check, Lorik. Actually, you and Jim can both roll me one. You're both trying to persuade him. Well, yours actually wouldn't be persuasion, Lorik. Yours would be intimidation. Whereas, Jim, you could do either one. I would say tell him what you know is kind of either. You're just talking to him. Whereas, Lorik's saying, I'm going to hurt you if you don't. That's intimidation. Yeah, I got a 13. I only got an 11. Uh, he rolled really low. Instead of setting like a DC for that, I decided to let him roll conflicting with you. Yeah. So, Jim, you're the one that convinced him with the higher roll. He just says, I'll speak nothing to the elf. Well, I'm half elf, so speak at least half to me. Lark, you hear this thing, this ninja lizard bat kind of coughing and laughing, chuckling. <coughs> it's coming. He says this out loud. What's coming? <coughs> You'll know it when it does. Let us know before. I hate surprises. Actually, I'm quite fond of them, but not like this. You'll meet her very soon. And then he dies. And then he's nuked. Okay. As his breath is leaving, you just zap him. Yep, I want his heart to beat a few more times. Okay, you zap him. He just shudders and shakes all over, and then when you end the spell, he dies. I don't end the spell. You just keep holding it? Yep. Okay, how long? I'm just standing there. I'm frying He him. starts to smoke. Ugh. His eyes are like cooking in his skull. Ugh. I'm still standing there. Uh, okay, you are, I mean, you are cooking this guy. Emperor Palpatine. After a time, oh he's just sitting there. He's just, uh, you know, just power <laughs> into his body. <laughs> Eventually, his body almost starts to disintegrate. It's coming apart. Good. It's breaking Lord? up. It's horrifying. What happened to Lork? Lork is completely frozen, stone-faced, just cooking. His body disappears. Stop. I put my wand on my belt. Just close there. Lork, like, pops his neck. Mm -hmm. Puts his wand back in his belt. Someone, someone needs to heal her. While he's been doing that, have any of you been doing anything? Yeah, I mean, I would already be headed over to heal. Yeah. Okay. I'm just kind of staring at this thing. Like, what just happened? <laughs> You're staring yeah, at I mean, clothes. You, yeah, you and Lark are over there dealing with Captain Big Pants. But <laughs> Kellen and Servants and Guy are all over there, and Grenuncle. Grenuncle is down on his hands and knees over Elmer's body. He's like, someone, someone help her, quick, please. Uh, Sir, Sir Vance, can't, can't you do something? Cure wounds. Cure wounds? Yeah, that's what I want to do. Cure wounds. Okay, roll it. That's a three. So she regains what? Six hit points? Five. Five. Five? You only have a plus two? Yeah. Okay, you cast cure wounds into her body, and you see the deep puncture wound in her stomach start to close up a little bit, and she coughs and blood kind of splurts out. <laughs> And she's still just unconscious. Then I will use my lay on hands pull. Okay. To give 15. When she does that, Grenuncle starts to go into full freakout mode. What What's happening? Are you? Did you heal her? Are you healing her? I'm trying. Kellen, can't can't you do something? Kellen is his jaw is dropped. And he's near weeping. He honestly has no idea what to do. Okay, Sir Vance, go ahead. So I was using my 15 lay on hands pull. 
You do 15 hit points? Yep. Okay. I need you to roll me a d20. Come on, natural 20. It's a 17. It's not bad. And she rolls a 14 death saving throw. As you pray and put all of the power that you have, all your virtue into her, she takes a deep gasping breath. <gasps> and she coughs up a little more blood and rolls over onto her side and you can see some of the color come back into her face and she says, Wow. Grunuckle just throws himself onto her and just starts kissing all over her face. And he's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I should have been here. She's like, no, 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 Grunuckle, it's okay. It's not your fault. It's okay. Kellen is just, just like his dad, jumps right on top of her, is like hugging both of them at the same time and like crying. Charlie walks over and starts licking Kellen's face and then he's licking Elamir's face and Grunuckle's face. Yes. Lork, is Lork still poisoned? Oh yeah, Lork will probably, he'll probably pass out. Well, he can, you can make me a constitution save. <laughs> it's a natural 20. Okay, you you feel great. Yeah. Elamir, after her husband and her son are kind of hugging her and kissing her and talking to her, and, and Charlie's looking at her face, she's like, oh, hello, Charlie. Welcome welcome to the family, Charlie. And she picks herself up. You can tell she's still kind of hurting. I mean, she got within a hair's breadth of death twice. The second time was much worse. I thought about just insta-killing her, but I didn't, out of the grace of my heart. It was close. Um, but I did leave it to the rolls. She rolled... Two successful death saves. Had she rolled a fail, I was probably just going to let her die. She never did. She rolled a 14 and like a, I think the other one was like a 12. It was close. Anyway, she gets up and she says, I think we should go over here. There seems to be something going on with Lorik. And this is happening as Lorik is standing there just cooking the heck out of this ninja <laughs> lizard bat's dead body as Jim just stands by. I mean, Jim, you were just, were you in shock? I'm not in shock so much as I am just like, staring at this like what is happening <laughs> trying to understand like why what's going through jim's mind is kind of like shock it's it kind of like shock it's kind of like shock it's more like so he's trying to understand the psychology of what's happening he's also trying to understand the biology of how this thing is being cooked <laughs> as well as the magic involved in it as well as what this thing even is so his face keeps going back and forth between like a glimpse of Disgust and horror too. Oh, <laughs> pensive, like oh what? Yeah. And he's like oh, and he's like oh, oh, oh. Hmm. You can tell the gears are turning. Yes, and Jim's just kind of standing there. I mean, are your hands on your hips? I'm just trying to picture it. So I've dismissed my sword. So uh -huh. my hands are one is on my hip, and the other one is kind of at my beard. Yeah. And I'm leaning forward just a little every time, every so often, just kind of backing up, and then leaning <laughs> forward again. Maybe a little closer this time. This goes on for like a minute while Lorik is just cooking this thing and the light of the lightning is just has completely illuminated the two of them as you are walking toward them. It's it's a slightly disconcerting image to see, to say the slightly. least. Slightly. <laughs> Lorik, what is wrong with you? Lorik keeps going until it's a pile of clothes. Yeah. Peace. Lorik? Not saying anything, just continuing to fry it. So we all have a family bonfire. <laughs> they all come walking up right as the spell ends, Lorik. Everyone pull out some marshmallows. I pull out my loot. No. No. Kumbaya, <laughs> Tonya, kumbaya. Oh, no. No. Lorik, uh, as soon as it's done, he does just what he said. He pops his neck, mm -hmm. 
puts his wand in his belt. Yes. And Adriana goes, Lady, lady, are you okay? Lorik, what? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. What, what's happened? Huh. He, he said that we'll find out soon enough. We'll meet, we'll meet her soon enough that something's coming. What are these creatures? He tried to kill you. Are you okay? <laughs> Lorik, I... Kellen. Oh, Charlie. Charlie, you're here. Hey. Charlie. Charlie kind of runs up and he like jumps on Lorik's shoulders. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You've got Lark, a bear on your kind of knocks him down on his butt. Uh, Kellen, there's a bear. Cervantes he a missed bear. you. He missed there's you. A... He's licking ah. your face. What? What? How is Charlie here? What is going on right now? Oh, he's back finally. Finally, <laughs> finally. You knew. Well, Jim did say at the in episode seventeen, maybe it was that couldn't those animals come back to life? Yeah, he, he did really say did. that. He really said that. Oh, he really did say that. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> He really did. <laughs> oh, Jim. I remember studying how rangers work. Uh-huh. I never even knew that. We talked about this the other was night. Was it at the College of Dungeons and Dragons? Says Lord getting licked yes, in the face. Yes, it was. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, it was at, uh, at Venhaven. It was it was Classes 101. Classes that, 101. It was my favorite class. So meta. Can I, like, go pick up two of those katanas and switch them out? Uh, Yeah, I mean, y'all can... The, all their weapons are present. Yeah. I'm gonna go take those two katanas. There are a lot of katanas. Lady, you're you're okay. I seem to be. Why why would why would these things come and attack you like that? I I have no idea. I've never seen anything like this. What are these creatures? These creatures have been following us. It seems since we began following our us, journey. They they were they were focusing on her. Have you ever seen a creature like that before when we met? No, but I had never met a gnome before he left either. What sort of creatures are these? Jim, have you studied them? Do you have do you have some notes about them in your book? <laughs> no, the first time I ever I've ever seen them was whenever I ran into these these guys. They were uh, being chased into town and I was like, "Huh. What are those?" What are those? And I decided to follow them to learn. What are those? What are they, what do you call them in your notebook? just been calling them lizard bats i mean the name it's descriptive they're lizards and they're bats <laughs> these appeared to be ninja lizard bats well i can see the lizard but why the bat i don't well the previous ones flew these these uh i guess these are just lizards Granuncle says well they do seem nocturnal that's true which is good for me because <laughs> so am i <laughs> and that got really weird Let's look. Look. Let's continue this up upstairs. We need to get inside in case. Who knows? There could be more of these things. We need to get inside, lock the door, and we need to get the the lady inside and bar the windows. Yes, she still needs some medical attention. Granuncle, I'm 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 perfectly fine, but I wouldn't say no to some rest. Let's let's continue. I wouldn't say no to anything that gets all this black junk from stop coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I feel good. I but could use some rest as well. I'm very sleepy. For well, a minute there, I was pretty sure I was gonna die. We've all been injured. Well, let's let's go upstairs and we can we can settle in. We'll we'll get some. Uh, we'll, let's just go upstairs. And then Granuncle taking his wife by the arm, he leads her. She almost has to lean over to kind of lock arms with him, but she's kind of yeah. got one arm on his shoulder, kind of holding herself up, and he leads her up the stairs. And I assume you all go with him. Yep. Yeah. As we're going in, you said that Odachi flew towards the house. Yeah. It it is sticking in the back of the house, just stuck in the wood. Yeah, so I want to grab that as we go in. Okay, I need a strength check. I'm just kidding. You can pull it. Off. You have a, like a 20 strength or something. I have a great sword, so. 
So there are or, or corpses, right? Corpses. Hmm. So do you go to inspect them? Of course. Okay. You go to inspect the nearest one that's on the ground. And what do you do? So I approach cautiously and kind of with my foot push on it to make sure it's dead. Okay. Then once I realize, yes, this is a corpse, in fact, I lean down, I pull out my dagger and kind of poke and prod at it. Okay. I look for pockets. On their clothes? Yes. Okay. As you're digging through their pockets, you hear this weird noise, kind of sounds like leaves rustling. Oh, no. I guess. I mean, that's not really, it's, that's the closest thing I can think of. Almost like a sizzling did, sound. Did Charlie die again? Yeah, Charlie's dead. No. <laughs> Their bodies start to do the same thing that the other one did, but slower, and they slowly just disintegrate into this ash. I go, no! <laughs> of course. So then do you all go upstairs? Yes. Yes. Yep. I go upstairs with Charlie. Everyone goes upstairs, and back in the house, I think that's where we're going to end this episode. <sighs> I thought so many people were dead. They were all dead. And that, that fight got real, a lot more real than I thought it was going to in the second episode. You're telling me. Hmm. What's going on with these lizard bats, yo? What is going on with those lizard bats? I don't know, bro. I think they're bad news. Seem to be. But they're not bears. Well, this has been Make Believe Heroes. Thank you all for listening. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, you should do us a huge favor. You should write us a five-star review on iTunes. Of course, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so on Twitter. You could also do so through our email, which both of those will be listed in the show notes. And, of course, the best way for you to help us is to tell a friend, spread the word, retweet, spread the news about our show, because that's that's just the best way that you can do us a solid and help us reach more people. So, if you like what you've heard, why don't you just help us out, you know? We would love it. Throw us a vote. And if you enjoyed the sound effects you heard this week, you should check those out on BattleBards.com. We'll see you next week. We love you. We love you. Love you. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.